You are listening to Dad Bods Podcast. Enjoy and remember to always cash tickets. Welcome everybody to the Dad Bods Podcast, episode number 97. And uh, we are back in full swing. I am Guns Picks, joined as always with my partner in crime. You've heard of the Rockers. You may have heard of the Young Bucks if you watch A&W. We are the best tag team podcast on the goddamn planet. Lock bets. What's going on, my friend? How you feeling? Guns. How the hell are we? I mean, um, beautiful Wednesday. Uh, no, I don't know about you guys. The Northeast has been absolutely obliterated with rain. Fucking yeah. this, this fall shit. I've been waking up every morning, backs aching. I mean, I almost feel like I am a dad, just just in pure age. Um, can't wake up at the top of the hour, getting ready to work out. But um, today, I think the rain has finally stopped. It has subsided, as as you will. Um, but sports have been absolutely electric. I mean. College football, NFL, got the good teams going down this weekend. Oklahoma absolutely embarrassing themselves. Um, just a just a wealth of sh- of shit that went down this weekend. Um, still nursing a hangover since uh, Sunday Fun Day, but I finally am escaping out of that uh, that realm. But how are you? How you? How are you doing, Guns? Because I've been looking at your record. I've been seeing your shtick. I mean, this guy's on fire. This guy, the F5 bomber. I mean, let's get the guns out for the boys. Uh, you're crushing it. What's 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 going on? I mean, we're, how's the mojo been? Yeah, I, I did post my uh, F5 record, and I am elated uh, of the outcome. But I, you know, there's lessons learned with that, especially when you're trying a, a experiment, which I guess this year was the experiment. And noticing the first three months of the season versus the last back half of the season when I was making all my profit back, uh, we ended this regular season uh, up. And I think uh, when I do my recap, I think we're up 10 units overall. But you have to understand where we started from because uh, it was it was co- completely an obliteration. And I, I wanted to delete the whole entire system. And thank God I didn't. Because I saw, I saw it till the end, and I realized that September and October, in baseball, especially F fives, you can make some real serious money. And I think that I helped a lot of people that were on Twitter. I helped a lot of people on the Slack channel. Um, a lot of positive vibes all overall. Um, end of the baseball season means playoffs are going to start, and I, I don't even know if I'm ready for for ba- yeah baseball. Uh, playoffs starting you have college football you have nfl and then we have college uh basketball coming up we have uh the nba for anybody that loves the association we have a guy coming up uh pretty soon that uh knows the association better than the both of us uh it's gonna be a fun show overall um but you know when when we get into the football talk because i want to really talk about the football I thought this is a good time to talk about, like, let, let's talk about stocks. 
And we, we as as cappers, uh, at least like from my perspective, you have to treat teams like stocks. It's like you either buy them high or you sell them low. Um, so we created a, a little bit of a system uh, uh, going into uh, week five of the NFL season. You go into week six of college football. Um, I want to start with NFL. Um, do you have a team that you consider as a buy low team, which means going into week five, this is a team you want to bet on, not off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that. Just to reiterate, I mean, stocks, you know, we can go up, we can go down, but if you ride the stock market enough, you know, maybe not this year. Cause I mean, all of our 401ks are dog shit, but you know, if you ride a team, you know, throughout the year that you can get in right now and stay that, that way consistently, you know, that's stuff we want to look at. So I like to start off with the two and two teams. You know, there's, there's a wealth of two and two teams. Um, maybe there are some teams that have been underperforming. Maybe there's some teams that have been overperforming. Um, one team that comes to mind though, <clears throat> Tennessee Titans right now, two and two low key playing very good football. Okay. People are, are calling for Vrabel's head right now. Um, they think his mismanagement skills are horrible. They think that they're not using Derrick Henry. They're not opening up the offense enough, but right now they're still two and two. They've lost to a giants team who is, is now a pretty solid team. Like people aren't getting surprised by the giants anymore. Um, so, I mean, I, in my opinion, at you have the best player in football, Derrick Henry is by and large, the best player in football. I mean, he's the Dick Buckus of our fucking era. I mean, I, I absolutely love watching him play and he's an iron, he's, he's an iron man. He's an iron horse. So, and right now they're stepping in to a game versus the, the Washington commanders. And I, and that's a team I don't even want to go. 10 feet near. Okay. I mean, don't get me started with Carson Wentz. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, not Carson Wentz, but um, yeah, Carson, excuse me, Carson Wentz. Yeah. You, if you're talking about the commanders, we're talking Carson Wentz. Yeah. Don't get me started with Carson Wentz. I mean, listen, Tennessee is going to leave this Sunday three and two, and now you're going to see a team that their stock is going to be on the up, you know, absolutely uh, skyrocket. So I'm getting in now. I'm buying into the Titans, um, and that's a division that is very winnable right now. So uh, Titans, uh, that that's my one team that comes to mind. Guns, what are you what are you feeling? What are you what are you buying? What stock are you investing in? <laughs> I'm uh, I've, I've actually like backed this team probably since week one, and uh, I'm going back to the well, and I know it's my team. I know it's 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 the uh, the team that I back for twenty plus years, maybe even further than that. Uh, back, going back to Steve Grogan when he was the quarterback in '86. That's how old I am, folks. Uh, the New England Patriots are a buy team right now. They are a buy team, and let me tell you why. Look at the quarterback situation with this team. Mac Jones got a high ankle sprain. If you ever had an, a high ankle sprain, personally, like myself. That lingers past four to six weeks. That goes months. That will never go away. As, me, as much as you want to tape it, as many injections that you have, your thought process as you're planting your foot is always 
on your minds. Now you have a quarterback. Uh, granted, you saw Hoyer come out of the game in the first quarter getting hurt, and then you have the emergence of the future, Bailey Zappi. And Bailey Zappi, to me, from a college football guy, I know the history of this guy. This was a play on guy for me in 2021. I I witnessed the history of this guy. I, I, I looked at the statistics when he played for Houston Baptist, and I was alarmed by the amount of passing yards that he had. This is a la Tony Romo. This is a la uh, Ben Roethlisberger. These guys, like guys that were playing low-level college. Then he went to West Western Kentucky and played one year there because his coach went there, and he brought all the receivers with him in the process. He was the offensive coordinator there. And all of a sudden, you saw the team shift from a run team to a pass team, and it was strictly because of Bailey Zappi. Don't sleep on this kid. This this game uh, this week versus the Detroit Lions reminds me of a game that brings me back to like 2020. When Duck Hodges, if you remember Duck Hodges, he, he was a he was a third string backup for the Steelers when everybody was hurt on that team, and nobody gave him a shot. But when you look at the stats of him at FCS, the guy was an absolute legend. He played his balls off. Then he goes against the San Diego Superchargers at the time. I maybe may have been the LA Chargers, but they were in transition as far as the stadium's concerned. So the home field advantage was completely depleted. Bailey Zappi's got the home field advantage there, and guaranteed they will back him like they back Scott Zolak when he went into the game. I love this Bailey Zappi guy. I think this is a play on team. They're a favorite, minus three right now. Why are they a favorite? Let me tell you why. Because uh, the Lions, everybody watched Hard Knocks, and they became the public darling on the planet. And, and uh, a depleted defense that can't, they make a stop. You have a Patriots defense as probably is uh, at least top 10. They're very elite. You saw what they did against the Packers last week. They're they're struggling because their offense has struggled. But I think Bailey's happy added into that offense. Give them a week to like prepare. Man, I, I want to see what they do on the field next week. I really like the Patriots. And uh, I think they are a buy team for now until the uh, books catch up to how good this team really can be. I tell you what, Guns, I love that because even to first off, the, the Duck Hodges reference, fantastic material there, Guns. I mean, just a fantastic, fantastic name to drop. Honestly, somebody, maybe we could DM him. Maybe we can get on, on the dad bods. I don't think I don't think Duck Hodges has much to do this weekend. Is, I mean, next week. I mean, he's not in the league still, is he? I, I, you know what? You inspired me. I'm gonna make a note here. I'm gonna hold on. Let me Duck grab my Hodges. I am gonna go and see if I can DM Duck Hodges because yeah. I want to thank him for that at that Sunday night football game back in I want to say 2000. I have to look up what the game was, but that was his very first start in the league. I think he kind of regressed from there, but the the uh, electric electricity in that game with him in there with that Steelers defense. It, it was absolutely the perfect cap, in my opinion. And I just want to go, thank you, Duck. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And I hope you I hope you went to the U.S. I, I wanted to see Duck in the USFL when the USFL was playing. I was like, I was hoping to see Duck. Where because that guy is, is electricity 
personified, in my opinion. Can you get Duck Hodges on the horn? Give him a call. Yeah, uh, let me get Duck my... Uh, what the hell is Duck Hodges doing? Duck Hodges. I, I don't even know if he has a Twitter. That'd be funny to uh, get him on the podcast. Just guy Like, I got a, I got a list. I got a, probably a top 10 list of guys of random dudes I'd love to talk to. I mean, uh, Duck Hodges... Duck Hodges was in the Steelers camp in 2020. Signs of the practice squad. I mean, it's the least you can do for the guy. Stays on, stays on until January 18th. So a full year of, of paychecks. Then he, he gets on with the, the Los Angeles Rams. Yep. Gets waived in final cuts, August 23rd, 2021. That's it. That's where that is where the diary it it, it it runs cold. We do not know where Duck Hodges is, and I think a lot of people deserve to know. I think Duck Hodges probably runs uh, a car dealership in Peoria, Illinois. That's kind of like where I see him yeah. ending up. But uh-huh. he's he's successful enough. He has a beautiful wife, probably three or four kids. Like he's yeah. living the life. But he had his moment in the NFL, which I appreciate from the Duck. Um, all right, sell high team in the NFL. Um, what do you think in there as far as the teams that probably you shouldn't be betting on right now, currently in the situation of the NFL? Right, right. And, and you know what? I this is painful to say, okay. And and it, it it came to me when I was doing some research for uh today's uh this weekend slate. Right now, the Chargers are going in to a weekend versus the Browns. Jacoby Brissett, both teams are two and two. You, If you look at it on a very simple level, you're like, all right, Chargers to the moon, right? I mean, you know, there's no way that they can't beat Jacoby Brissett. The spread is two and a half right now, okay? Justin Herbert is not the future Hall of Fame first ballot that we put into the slot. He's not. And Keenan Allen is still nowhere to be found on the practice field. I think they actually ruled him out today. So in that same point, it's a matchup of a team that I'm selling and a team that I'm buying. The the Browns have now lost, um, I think their their two losses are by a combined two points, uh, two or three points. They they easily could be four and zero. The Chargers, though, I mean, I, I mean, I think they're a team right now that is playing in the one of the toughest divisions. I mean, you just saw the Raiders get on the scoreboard. They they're in the win column. I mean, I don't think that division is. I mean, the, the that that division is nowhere near um, a handout. So I am selling the Chargers. I don't think they're going to cover this weekend. I don't think they're going to win this weekend. So they're going to be two and three. A lot of people are going to be calling uh, for Justin Herbert's head. Keenan Allen's still not going to be practicing. And the Browns are going to be three and two, uh, looking at, you know, looking at four and two after next week. And Deshaun Watson is still giggling at the massage parlor uh, come playoff time. So I'm sneakily doing a two-part answer there. I am buying what the Browns are putting out there, and I'm just selling – I'm selling my Herbert jerseys. I'm selling everything that I own of Herbert 
Do you know how much money Herbert has lost me in like the last maybe like seven months? A stupid amount. Because I'm a yeah. I'm one of those stupid, oh, let's take the first half. Let's get Justin Herbert out of the way. Let's run to the locker room with a win. And I'm like 0 for 3 in my last three with Justin Herbert. So right. it's not what you've done for me lately with him. You've done nothing for me. So Justin Herbert, Chargers, I'm selling them. I don't think they're that good. I think it's been a, a mirage for far too long. I think the coaching staffs are a bunch of absolute jerks. Okay? So, uh, yeah, terrible rib cartilage, Sharky. Terrible yeah. rib cartilage. Yeah. So uh, I'm I, out for the Chargers. I'm in for the Browns. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that, Guns? Yeah, I, I, I think – I think. Uh... Our initial feel of the Chargers is more predicated on uh, no injuries. And then uh, the injuries started to happen. Keenan Allen had the hamstring issue, which is a crutch for Herbert. And then Herbert's really dealing with a rib issue that is uh, more cartilage than anything else. I don't know how that feels on the ribs, but I'm sure it feels like he has broken ribs. Uh, that's my speculation. So I can't really take that away from him too much. I think it's more injury related. It's just the, it's the chargers curse altogether. And this is a buy. Uh, I think this is a sell team hundred percent. And, uh, it's not a team that I think, I think the books will eventually, uh, mediate the lines to the point that they will be more favorable for the chargers. I just don't think they're going to hit this week. Um, especially with the Browns right now. Um, Browns just want to run the ball. I don't think they, they're very one-dimensional right now, and uh, they're coming off a bad loss uh, last week, I believe. And they, I mean, uh, they're just basically waiting for Watson to go take over the job. And I don't know if Brissett's, Brissett's not really uh, taking the opportunity and making himself known. And it's, it's one of those situations that I think you're dealing with, like, two two teams that are kind of depleted right now. But I think the Chargers are more depleted than the Cleveland Browns. I think the Cleveland Browns yeah. are more uh, predicated to win games. And, yeah, probably the the side on this one. It's not a game that I, I really hit my radar, so to speak. But the, I think the uh, the Browns would be a side if I would had to take them at, at gun to the head. Uh, no pun intended. Um, Guns picks to the head. So I picked like three teams, but I only want to talk about one tonight. Um, the sell sell high team uh, for me, and it's real tough because I have three that are I'm bouncing back and forth. They're one A, one B, one C. But I'll just talk about one tonight. Uh, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks are a complete depleted mess. Uh, from their defense is still good. Their st- defense is still serviceable. Their offense is in bad shape. They're basically just like relying on Tom Brady. They have no other options as far as the quarterback is concerned. And uh, there's a lot of distractions outside of the field for Tom Brady, in my opinion. He's dealing with stuff, some family issues on the side. Um, That can affect your work life. That can affect everything that you're doing, especially when you're dealing with a potential divorce if, if all the reports are... Uh, as aligned as they are, um, I don't think his focus is there. Uh, and you have, and you can see it with the production of the offense. Granted, a lot of the receivers have been like lingering 
injuries. You saw uh, Cole Beasley retired. I don't know. If, I don't think that was a main receiver for Tom Brady at any point. But Julio Jones has basically been a bust, especially after week one. He's like he's dealing with injuries. So you have a lot of these aging uh, re receivers that are not stepping up. You don't have the running game that's stepping up. And uh, you're going into a situation where you're playing the Falcons, of all people, uh, in a double revenge spot uh, with over a touchdown. I, I think everybody's relying on this team to bounce back. Uh, I Shoot, they, if they were supposed to bounce back, they would have bounced back against the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, Chiefs on this one. Um, I'm going to add in uh, one of the dad bods in a second. I see him in the queue. Um, but it's one of those teams that I just will never back in a bet, no matter if it's, it's public or if it's contrarian or any measure because of the offense. The offense was the strength of the Tampa Bay Bucks. So if there is a buy, uh, sell team right now, it's the Bucks, And I, I'm probably going to ride every single team that plays the Bucks because they are extremely overvalued because of TB12. And joining yeah. us right now, uh, another one of the dad bods himself, uh, the odds fellow. Uh, he might be at, I don't know where he is right now. I, I'm he hiding. might be in uh, Iran. He might be in some third world country right now. Hopefully we never know Iran. where, the where odds Iran. fellow is because he is rendered homeless, God forbid, because he's renovating his house. But what's going on, odds? How you doing? Could be in a bomb shelter. All I know is I had to get on here and talk about. The New England Patriots. No, I'm just kidding. I heard, I caught you guys on that that little <laughs> buy spot before. Buy the Patriots. Buy. buy. I, know. I know. No, I largely agree with the NFL card. I wanted to get on and say hello, see if there was any questions you needed insight or breakdowns or picks on before you get to your very fresh, 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 fresh guest. Fresh. Very uh, fresh no, we're, guest. we're playing. The, the segment is buy low, sell high teams in the NFL. Uh, I got to sell high. I was so high. I don't know if I missed it though. Okay. Did All right, you hey. touch on did you touch on Tampa, Tampa, Atlanta? I was just I was just pontificating of sell Tampa. So do you have a different opinion or do you agree? Which I don't disagree with. I think the other the flip side of it for me is also sell Atlanta because that team is four and oh ATS. And I'm just okay. waiting for the Marcus Mariota bottom to drop right and they turn it over to desmond ritter or tampa smacks him in the face but I, I do agree with you a lot of questions on tampa but but tough to keep backing atlanta for me i think that that number opening at seven and a half eight moving towards nine to me is just screaming maybe this is the blowout get right spot for tampa what what i hate about that one is you actually look at the history of that team is uh tampa has always blown out atlanta it's like that's kind of one of the things but that's the matt ryan era so i think there there is a get right spot eventually and if there's any uh situation actually if you actually look at the lines they're always double digit dogs going back for probably four years or maybe even, uh, probably two or three years or something like that so i look at the line kind of uh regressing for the Bucks, and that's kind of like my my thought process on that one. Uh, right. Period. So against the historical line, it actually looks weak, right? And, yeah, and, and Atlanta's given me no reason to fade them right now. The the yeah. offense is actually clicking with Mariota. Mariota's kind of had this revival with the with, with these young youthful receivers that want to prove out. Um, granted, the defense is probably a little bit weaker there, but I. I but think, I agree with uh, you, especially the offense has looked better than I would have anticipated. 
Yeah, sure. and, and I have I have a Tampa Bay offense that really hasn't done anything in the past four weeks. It's like we've given them opportunities. The bounce back should have happened against uh, the Chiefs, in my opinion. Didn't happen. And, and now we're seeing what Tampa really is right now. And it's just a regressing team altogether. And maybe Tom Brady needs to go into the booth. Wow. Ooh, wow. shots fired. Shots, Shots fired. Hey, it's my guy. The guy, the guy made my 20 years of, of, of a being a Patriots fan terrific. But you need to know when you – you should have stepped away when you won the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tom. But you know what? You know what? Not so fast. Not so fast. Because you know what? I'm kind of feeling pun now here. I mean, excuse me. Uh, Oddsville. I mean, I wasn't thinking like that. Guns was just – was speaking – was speaking something into my mind and I was believing him. You know what? I'm actually selling what Guns was saying and I'm I'm buying right now what the odds was saying. Listen guys, this is Tom Brady, okay? You're telling me right now that the odds should be going away from him, going in favor of the Falcons right now? Why are the Falcons getting more points? When this guy's going through a freaking divorce, all right? That's a narrative that should be going the opposite direction, right? We should be inching closer, inching closer to, like, pick him at this point. Tom Brady's not even going to be able to play by Sunday, right, guys? Guys, I, I'm kind of – I, I think what, there one, is a One thing we don't talk here. about enough is the divorce factor and handicapping. That never comes into this. No, right? no. If there's one guy that can deal with a divorce, I think it's the guy coming off an embarrassing two games, all right? a two. I would say Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers could deal with a divorce because he took ayahuasca in, in Peru. It's like his brain is clear. I don't think Tom Brady's is clear. He's he's he needs to eat a goddamn strawberry. He That's mushrooms. what he needs to do. I think he needs some mushrooms. Yeah, well, or something. He he needs to go clear his mind up and figure out who he is. That that's where I'm at with them. I watch. I seen the Atlanta line from from last year, and I'm seeing it like cut short here. You can get. I think it's some. I think this thing will drop to eight. And, and uh, a lot of people are going to buy on, on Atlanta. If it becomes a public dog, then I'm probably going to feel a little bit worse about it. I do but, think it's a good teaser leg, right? If it stays around that, we can get it sub two or two and a half. It's probably a, it'll be a teaser leg anchor, right? Vegas right. is going to need it to go the other way from an outright. I'm sure. Right. And, and you, and you get it over some key numbers there, but I think it's already sitting at eight and nine right now. You're yep. already getting it over some key numbers on three to seven, which is, yep. which is the key numbers in the yep. NFL. Anything above that is kind of uh, uh, a, a buy spot. Well, I might go in the other way. And oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. For, yeah. for, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't think Tampa loses this game at all. Right. No, I'm not saying that uh, Atlanta is going to win this one outright. I just think it's going to be, it's going to be one of those situations that Atlanta like drives down the field and maybe like back towards them or something like that. Um, depending on where the numbers lie at the end of the day. Um, well, we got a guest in the queue. Um, I, I wanted to like just briefly go over like uh, did you have any buys on college at all lock or odds or anything like that or buy buy low sell high on uh, on it on any teams in college football? Uh, I, no, I, I'm really fired up uh, with that Bronco. I mean uh, the Buccaneers take. Um, I'm I'm rattled. 
So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to defer to Gun's picks on on the college football leans here. Uh, I will say, um, absolute tragedy occurring in the Oklahoma locker room. Um, and, but it it should come to no surprise that this is happening because Coach Venables is a Clemson Tiger. All right. Now, when you are the little stepchild. Uh, of of Dabo Sweeney and the University of South Carolina, and you you're living in squalor. Then yes, Coach Venables, you are going to be uh, leading a team into disaster. What did Sharky just say? No, he just he just basically talked about the uh, NFC South. Really, it's like uh, historically, uh, Buccaneers demolish the Falcons, and uh, the Saints usually go and they beat uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Well, that, that reminds me, I think a team that we were buying preseason with the Saints, um, I think their stock is pretty depleted right now. Odds, you have a you have a lean on if we're going to be buying or selling some Saints stock? I think at some point they'll battle back because of the depth. Um, I don't trust the coaching. Sean Payton leaving there is a big gap. I'm waiting for him to take over the Dallas Cowboys in the near future. Um, but I do think if you get a healthy Jameis, they'll bounce back and find a groove there in that buy low, buy spot, buy low, um, you know, coming off a tough game where they battled back and, and hung tough against a very good Minnesota Vikings team. So overall, I still buy the the Saints, and I, I think they'll get there. I think they'll be a playoff team when the dust settles, but they do have to figure out Jameis and, and getting him right, I think is very key. Good point there. Um, well, we have an ad read. And, uh, and then, well, I guess we're going to have to delay the picks because we have our guest there. I want to get to the guest. I don't want to have we'll get, him waiting get, all goddamn get, day. Get him in here. You boys enjoy. You are the best. It's great to see uh, you all. Odds fellow, great thanks for you. joining us. We miss you, my friend. We I need you for a full show. For you guys. You know. Hello, hello. Lock bets. <laughs> Lock bets here. I'll be back on regular scheduled appearances very soon. Yes. Uh, yeah. Odds fellow is homeless and he lives on the streets. So let's get to our ad read and then we'll bring our guest in. This podcast is sponsored by Viva Tequila Seltzers. That's right. This podcast is sponsored by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer is a refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer, 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, and 4.5 ABV. Viva is the perfect drink for your post-game celebrations as it was created for the active lifestyles in mind. Viva flavors their tequila. Uh, their, uh, wait, let me scratch this out. Whoop! Viva flavored their tequila because flavor is the spice of life, and they like their drinks with a kick as they like to live their lives. Viva flavors perfectly with their artisanal Polanco tequila for a subtitle and refreshing drink. Their belief is to live long, live well, and live it up. Hashtag Viva up and make sure you check them out on Twitter at Viva Seltzers. So let's get to our very important guest. You may know him as the host of the Daily Sash every day. Uh, 4.20 p.m. on Pub Sports Radio or Pub Culture TV, depending on uh, if they get their channel fixed from what I heard last time. Uh, the co-host, Dabby Cab, love that guy, host of the NFL Live Bet Show every Thursday night during Thursday Night Football. 
and I was a guest, and I am undefeated on the show, by the way, for the first time on the Dead Bodge Podcast at Dutch Boy Fresh on Twitter. Welcome, Dutch. What's going on, my friend? Welcome to the Dad Bodge Podcast. LB, GP, man. Salute, fellas. It's a pleasure. Salute, salute. Good and- to uh, finally be uh, meet LB and uh, Gun Picks. As always, it's nice to be back with you, my guy. Yeah, glad to have you on. And uh, I just want to thank you for inviting me on the uh, Thursday Night Football Show. It's been absolutely terrific. Um, I have a lot of questions. I'm probably going to start with the X Men origin story of Dutch Boy Fresh. Uh, let's talk. Let's start with like, how did you get into sports gambling altogether, and how did you decide to like, you know what? I need to be a personality on not only Twitter, but also YouTube as well. Uh, well, so I've been uh, I've been betting sports. I've been I love sports pretty much since I can remember. You know, um, I'll be 38 this month, so you know I'm, I'm going to age myself right there. So, but since I've been about 18. I've, you know, been placing sports bets, you know, uh, whether it been, uh, you know, Florida, Oregon, Washington, or right here in Las Vegas, um, but really started hitting it hard in my 20s. And, um, you know, I always just, I'm, I just love sports, you know, so to me, the fact that, uh, you know, I, uh, I could bet on it and, why, you know, I'll, I'll be watching the shit anyway. So it just, a little extra added, you know, sauce to the flavor. Uh, but yeah, I definitely, um, you know, I would say when it came down to it, I just, I, I got into poker a lot out there in Florida and I came down to uh, Vegas um, and I just, I just fell in love with poker and then sports betting. So, uh, you know, to, to cut, cut a uh, short, you know, a little uh, short, uh, you know, I, I moved out here 15 years ago to strictly play uh, poker. Now I did sports bet, but my mo- my main focus was uh, poker. Uh, but you know, it's, it's not all what it's made up to be. I'm going to lie to you. It's, it's not, it's more of a grind now. I will say that it's not like it used to be, uh, 15 prior uh, years prior. If you know what I'm talking about, you know, a lot of better players out right now out there. And it's just, a, it's simply more of a grind. Uh, so I went back and focused more on sports betting and it's been very profitable to me. Uh, I did get into bartending a little bit and I actually broke my hand, right? So broke my hand and, um, I was just kicking it at the crib, bro, smoking, enjoying myself. And um, I was on YouTube, never had social media, nothing like that. You know, never even had fucking Facebook, uh, back to MySpace, never had any of that shit. But uh, I came across Jimmy the motherfucking bag, you know, uh, right there on YouTube. Uh, I believe he was in SBR Sports. And, um, you know, I, I just, I probably watched that shit for like three months before I even commented. I had to create an account and all that. And I was like, fuck it, let me do it. He seemed like a, a true, genuine dude. And uh, from there on, man, he he just always reached out to me. Then he started bringing me on. And I was like, fuck it, man. I like talking this shit, so why not bring it on YouTube? And uh, he's just vouched for me, bro, and it's kind of continued. Uh, meet up with a couple people. How I got with Puff Sports Radio is I, I simply, man, shout out to MMA Locker Room. He hit me and was like, bro, go to uh, come meet us at the Rio. I obviously live five minutes from there, so it was very quick and easy. Um, DJ Big Boss, you know, who banging sports shined on me as well. And man, it's just, it is what it is. You know, I love it. So, uh, it just continues to grow. Um, uh, but yeah, man, social media has never really been my thing. I've been betting sports my whole life, you know, since, since, you know, our adult life and, uh, play sports and, you know, uh, social media comes with it. And, you know, there's, I mean, a lot of cool people like yourself, guns and other people, but you know, there's a lot of fugaziness in this shit as well. Oh yeah. You know, Big try time. to dodge that, keep it real. And uh, vibe the fuck out and win some fucking money, most importantly. 
That's funny because I used to live right behind the palms, man. I, I used to, yeah. I, I think I told you on the show. I was like, I got a scooter stolen from there. So yeah, it's not a good area over there. No, like, it isn't. But the Harville Valley View area, yeah, you don't want to be out there late or uh, you know a single woman walking around there at the wrong time. No, you don't. Yeah. Lockfast, you got a question, bud? Well, dude, uh, first off, I've been I've been sitting on the sidelines, my man, and I've been watching what you and Guns have been putting out the last few weeks. And yo, tip my hat off to you. I mean, you're you're controlling right now uh, the narrative on 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 your category of what you're doing, right? Nobody's doing what you're doing. Uh, so your show, it's unique and like, dude, keep it up, man. I, I fucking and also the rumors are coming on that uh, Guns Picks is like three and or some shit. Like you can't lose on your show. Is that true? Tell you, bro. Hey, my guy's locked in. Uh, first of all, but the vibes. The vibes are like no other, you know what I'm saying, when you fuck around. Uh, not only on pub sport, uh, like my guy, uh, you know, Gus did say, we might even be on pub culture. Wherever we'll be, we'll be vibing the fuck out. And, uh, man, we're we going to win, bro. We're going to win. If we can't, if it's not free, we'll find one live, and we'll definitely get to that bag. But I appreciate uh, the kind words, LB. And and are you, are you sipping on anything special today? I saw you chugging oh, some beers last week. Yeah. Was that Thursday? I, yeah, yeah. It's, I got to save that for, uh, you know, I got to. I saved that for maybe Thursdays. And, and of course, Sunday, man, you know, I, yeah. I'm pretty chill on a Saturday. But you got to get, you got to have some cold ones going on Sunday. So Thursdays and Sundays, I can't do it like Shark Doug. Shout out, shout out to our guy, Shark Water Nations. You know, he could do a little bit better than me when it comes to the uh, to that liquid. Uh, this is just some aqua right here. But, you know, we keep them, um, them planes in the air most definitely. But I kept it off the show. I kept it PG for you guys just in case, you know. Inside baseball on Shark is like everybody sees his uh, things come out on Sunday and Monday. I was like, well, that's his drinking day. It's like, <laughs> like, like, like during the week, that guy's kind of like focusing on point. But I digress. Yeah. Um. Uh. Where did you? hours are crazy, bro. Like no others, man. Respect to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He got. He, he, but it's like when he goes, it, it's like I'm gonna be talking to Europe. I'm gonna be talking to Germany. He's got that crew. So it's it's like he hits another market. So I I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. It, I got really hey, shout out to like all the single women like worldwide. Thank God Sharky is locked up right now, or else. He'd yeah. be talking to mad women like Australia, Europe. I mean, you want to talk about an, a well-educated guy? My man Sharky, he comes correct every single fucking time Sharky does. So, But there's a Mrs. Sharky in the loop for what I'm told. So we respect and we uh, we digress, as they say. Yeah, yeah He's got the cuss on him right now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my guy, Dabby Cab. I see you, my man. Appreciate you. Oh, Dabby's in Oh, Dabby's in the building. I got to say what's up to Dabby. Oh, that's, I, I love that guy, dude. It was like yeah, man. <laughs> me and him it's on nice college football. I'll talk. Break it down on college football. Yeah, yeah college football. Like and, and me and him is like, I was like, I guess we're going to talk for another hour after the show. Yeah. Um, So uh, where did the... the so where did the Dutch boy fresh name come from? Was that like a nickname growing up or something like that? Cause like, like my name guns picks is like, they called me that since I was like 14, like that. Uh, yeah, I so I had it for probably like, like, uh, maybe like what now? Like maybe like, you know, two, three, four, about, about like, uh, what's like 17 years now, a couple years, about three, four years before I moved here to Florida or to Vegas from Florida. Um, so, you know, we used to smoke them Dutches and I never, I used to smoke nothing but Swishers, right? Swisher sweets used to go to Costco and get the hundred pack. I, I never fucked with Dutchess or anything like that. Well, then I, I started, you know, in Florida, weed's a little bit harder to come by. So you start doing it like in a, and you start rolling up a gram and a Swisher. That bitch only goes around three, maybe four times in a rotation. You put a gram in a Dutch, 
it go around six, seven times. So, um, you know, that Wait, what's, a, what's a Dutch? What's a Dutch? A Dutch know, is I, a is a blunt paper. So it's like a oh, Dutch master. Oh, but we're not talking. We're not talking the Rillos, right? We're just talking like the actual cigar, like the actual blunt. We rip no, it up. Is, rip you're it talking about like buying yeah, paper, right? Just like, yeah, you break it. You get. I mean, some do it with a razor. I'm. I do it with my fingernails. You put you it know, around the can, thing, like you let the leaf on the can. Or whatever. Exactly. It's a straight Dutch Dutch master Cigarello. So you cut yep, it down, yep. like or, or split it up. And then you take out the tobacco and you put the flour in there. Now this was, you know, this was 20, 15 years ago, easily. So um, I, I don't smoke backwards. No, no more uh, tobacco paper whatsoever. Only raws and vibes. But yeah, these were those days. So, and uh, you know, I had a crew. We did our thing, and uh, you know, Dutch master. So you'd be like, I would start to tell people, hey, I have to put these in the store because I need them. I go to other places. So every time I come in, they'd be like Dutch, and then Dutch. Uh, also, because I master shit, everything I ever, I, I don't want to be here, you know, talking, trying to pat myself on my back. But, you know, most things I do, I do well. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, we all had our gamer moments, right? You know, so it was Dutch Boy Fresh, uh, you know, uh, when, when I was on my little gamer tag as well. So it just kind of stuck. And uh, when I was like, what else would it be? Like I said, I never had social media or none. So I opened up a Twitter account to vibe out with Jimmy and them. And uh, I was like, shit, well, it, it got to be Dutch Boy Fresh. And uh, I actually go by Dutch. So. Nobody, my real name is Michael, but you know what I'm saying? If someone's calling me Michael, you know, it's probably not good. I'm just going to say that. It's it's always better. Like when I grew up in like high school and college, like they, like I, I got guns when I was 14 and then yeah. like, had a, like I went to school where there was guys that I went to high school with and they just kept calling me guns. Then I left college and it was probably 10 years or maybe a decade before anyone called me that again. And then I'm just like, well, why wouldn't I just create the name guns? Right. And, and like guns, guns, picks. And all of a sudden people are calling me guns again. And I'm like, oh, this brings me back to like when I was like, you know, in my 20s. And like I'm 42 now. So it's 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 like, you know, even even the guys that I still like talk to, like on social media or whatever, or I see they it's weird. Like they like we're in our 40s and you're still calling me. It's like, you know, even calling me Ryan, which is my real name. It's like you call me guns. Yeah. Like, all right. Whatever. As I answered them both. It's like, what? Right. Yeah, I'm a junior too. So yeah, that's the way it goes. No one, you know. Um, and then people like to shorten Michael to Mike, and that's I don't like that, you know, it's lazy. That's you know, I'm not my father, so you call me Michael if if not, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's just the way the world works. But yeah, man, uh, you know, I've been out here in Vegas grinding, uh doing my thing, and uh we're about to do uh, you know, lovely things with the NBA here, I believe, hopefully shortly here. Uh, you know, I, I you know, I bet all sports. When I say all sports, I mean, you know, nothing not to all those other things. But if you cap it, you cap it. But, you know, I'm talking about the main sports and, uh, you know, MLB when I have to. And I'm, I'm uh, you know, getting back into college football. Uh, shout out to Dabby Cabin, our guy, Guns Picks right here. It's passionate football, man. And, and it does help, you know, that the Seminoles, I'm a no nation, baby. It does help that uh, they're back to playing a little bit relevancy uh, football. And we faded them last week. Wake Forest was easy motherfucking money. Uh, so, you know, uh, but the NFL and the NBA is my bread and butter. So I'm excited about, you know, being right here with the NFL locked and loaded. And then obviously NBA on deck less than two weeks. Uh, that's a beautiful time. You got something locked? Yeah, I mean, j- j- just going off the 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 pure, absolute great vibes we got going on, I got some questions because I see a legendary wall behind you. I got Corleone. I got Al Capone. I got Kobe, MJ. Yeah, got Peyton even. I mean – Oh, we got Biggie behind your hat. I mean, yeah, we got Biggie. Yeah, we got the Biggie and Pac. You know, the best to ever do it. Uh, you know, Matt yeah. Gray's in that category too. But we've had this. This chick goes back since you know damn near 
19, yeah. 18 years old, bro. Some Let, of the- let's say you got a closed door poker match, right? Like closed doors, bring your drinks, you bring your cigars, anything you fucking want. And you got, I don't know, how many people on a poker table? Like six, seven guys? Yeah. Uh, who, yeah. Who we bring it along? I need to now. We don't want to be too close. We don't be, I prefer six-handed, but eight-handed is cool. Who do I got at the table vibing out with me? Yeah, who you got? I got MJ. I got Griffey. I got Peyton. I got Barry. Uh, fucking bring Montana back, you know, bring Montana back one time and shit. Uh, uh, man, you know, we can't go with Kobe. So, you know, uh, yeah, man, this, uh, let's see here. We probably, yeah, probably be, be, uh, probably be, be my man AI, you know, probably be AI, you know, yeah, probably be AI. Oh, I want to kick it with sports players and play poker. You know, we can, I can smoke weed with, you know, Snoop Dogg, Wiz Cliff, all these motherfuckers. But if we're talking about really vibing out, talking some poker, I want to be with some guys that uh, aren't like most motherfuckers, you know, just these are legendary dudes. I grew up my whole life, uh, you know, just just mad, uh, just appreciating their craft. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, Montana, Peyton, Griffey, Jordan, shit, you could end it at that. But, you know, we could add a little Barry, throw Barry Sanders in that bitch, get a little shift, shiftiness going. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you know, uh, man, you know what? It wouldn't be right without primetime. How would I forget number two? All right. Number two, bring primetime FSU. Uh, bring prime time to the table too. It would be one of a kind poker room. I wouldn't mind shark sitting down there too. It'd probably be pretty. Yeah, he might yeah, be too he shark. Yeah, he'd be pretty heavy though, right? He's a shark. I know when it comes to that poker. Uh, table, sh- shark is a shark at the table. Actually, shark yeah. just brought a question for Dutch here. I got to put it up here for him. Yeah, like, yeah, would you call off hundred grand? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was so sick. I, I had to retweet <laughs> that. I had to retweet that, bro. Like. And now all this poker shit's coming up. If you guys want, the crazy thing is, I actually watch that. Like, I do. I try not to watch too much of it because I feel like I should be capping. But, dude, they play insane amount of money at that uh, Hustler Live game. Um, and that was an insane thing. I feel like she had to see, like, I don't know, bro. I was so sick. Like, she goes, Well, I thought you had Ace High. I don't know if you guys know what he's referring to. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I, well, I mean, I don't, what, what's the flop? Okay, so literally Garrett Adelstein is like the nutty, like he's super nutty. They're playing for like, it was like a $300,000 pot. Oh, was that 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 thing on Twitter about the cheating? Yes, the chick. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, Yeah, I did see that. So he had had an open-ended straight flush draw on the flop. Um, He's betting like crazy. She has jack high of clubs, all right? The turn's a brick. He goes all in, and she tanks for fucking ever and literally calls him with a jack four offsuit. I guess she has a jack club blocker, but she says he has, I thought you had ace high and still makes the call. So, and then just talk shit to Garrett Allistein like she was the fucking god of poker. It was pretty, it was disgusting, bro. (laughs) You guys got to check it out. Uh, Yeah, Sharky, that was pretty disgusting. And to answer your question, absolutely fucking not. Hell no. Uh, She called him and then, and then the dealer was like, what? Yeah. And then it's like I was like, well, why didn't they like it's like, well, why didn't they just start flipping the cards? It's like they paused for a second and and the, the dealer yeah, was is, like what, for real. How'd hand and then up? she like said, I'm how'd calling. Uh brick on the river, obviously. So brick on yeah. the river, Jack High wins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. It was nine ten. He had nine ten of clubs. I believe it was seven, eight of clubs on the flop. The turn was a brick, and then she calls with Jack Four offsuit, Jack of Clubs. The river was a brick. Jack High wins the pot for he, literally he had, profiting $130,000. Don't right. quote me on that, but it was over 100. He, Garrett lost over 100K on that hand. So it wasn't like a 10K, hey, I'm drunk at the win. 
No, no, this was fucking like a, a, a fucking condo, like a cheap-ass condo. You know what I mean? Like, this shit was ridiculous, bro. It was literally it was, like... It was the worst beat I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it was like she had no business winning that hand at all. It was like, the guy the guy was... He called all in because she kept re-raising. It's like, why are you re-raising? It's like, I'm, I'm sitting pretty. So he... Yeah, just, he it wasn't calling. like she made a move. She, she called a tur the turn bet all in. An all in turn bet. When there was only, I believe, like 60K in the pot, and he mm -hmm. bet... Like he had like 500 behind him and she was in behind for like a hundred, hundred plus. So she was literally calling off a hundred K with Jack high. So yeah, yeah just like there, there, was, there was other pain. I mean, on what's the table? Her background on this, this bird. I mean, like what, what, what the hell is her story? Uh, her name's Robbie something. She's gotta be somebody. She fucking got, she's playing fucking, you know, a hundred hundred thousand. Oh, this wasn't poker, like charity. So. This was in the charity no. poker tournament for the no, blind. No, 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 no. like you gotta watch it, bro. Garrett, yeah. I was in this literally. No, check out the, just put just put in poker. Just put in poker cheat. Uh, search on right. Twitter. All right, I'll be back. I'm gonna hear and I'm gonna watch this video. All right, yeah, so, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, watch so, this. So, like, I you kind of already like uh talked about like your relationship with Jimmy the Bag. Did it just really come from like comments? Uh, and then he just kind of yeah, that's how real Jimmy is. So, well, I'll, I'll tell you exactly how it went. Dommy okay. Gunbreak. Uh, so I hit it in a chat. Yeah, exactly like that. And then I was like, man, this motherfucker cool, you know. So then Dommy Ricci, uh, Dommy Gunbreak, uh, hit me up at the Orleans. Came same kind of like the same vibe with uh, MMA locker room. And who they and uh, I hadn't even met Jimmy yet, bro. It was just uh, DJ Big Boss. Shout out to our guy Ski Ski Prophet. It's his birthday today. Salute happy to birthday. Oh, no, I did say happy birthday to Ski. I got to. Yeah, and happy birthday like to our guy Ski Ski. Uh, yeah, much love to him. Uh, I know he's out there being Mr. Party Guy right now. But, yeah, man, we vibed out. We put about 10 to 15 planes in the air in, uh, on floor 17 at the Orleans. And uh, from there on, it was like, hey, uh, Jimmy reached out and said, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. Never even met Jimmy at this time. And he started bringing me on, uh, you know, doing things. And I was getting paid. So, hey, it was lovely, man. He was looking out for me. So, um, and, and from there, he just kind of continues to look out for me for wherever we go. So, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Shout out to Jay Peasy. Uh, does the intro for the motherfucking sesh. Uh, right on 420 motherfucking Eastern time. Our guy, Jay Peasy, hey, one of a kind. Cali's finest. Uh, good to see my guy. But, yeah, man, that's how it went. So, Jimmy vouched for me. And I literally just met Jimmy, like, um, in March, I believe, or April of uh, this year in San Antonio for the first time. Oh, so, wow. Uh, yeah, and we've been doing business together steady for two years before that. So, uh, stand-up guy. Uh, I fuck with him. You know, he's my friend. So, yeah, we're good, man. Um, he, But if it wasn't for him, it's just it is what it is. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be fucking chopping it up with you right now in LB. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're definitely like I, I watch your content all the time. And, and um, I always wonder because I, I look at you like your followers and I was like, I can't believe this guy doesn't have like 4K followers. So if you if you don't follow uh, uh, Dutch, it's at Dutch Boy Fresh on Twitter. Please give him a follow on there. I know you're a YouTube guy. It's like, do you really is, is that where you kind of like focus your attention to more on the YouTube side than, than on the Twitter? Or do you get oh, like Instagram or TikTok or anything like that? No, nah, I don't do the t no, none of that, none of that shit for me. But salute to you who do it, you know, and that do it well, you know. I mean, shit, I'm missing my lane. I get on IG and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? So I don't fuck yeah, with same. it. Same. <laughs> uh, Twitter, I fuck with it. You know, put out winners and shit. I don't, you know, I try to do some things, but you know, I don't. 
you know, I, I live my life, man. You know, I, I do. I do. I want to vibe out with people on, on social media. Sure. Do I want motherfuckers to like follow me? Absolutely. But, you know, I'm be fine either motherfucking way. You know, all I care about really in life is what the fuck's going on in my world. And I need to, uh, you know, win some motherfucking bets. And if my wife is cool, then uh, life is usually pretty motherfucking good over here. You know what I mean? Now, do you do a wife? Uh, I saw like you had a post in there, just kind of promo. It's like, do you do a show with your wife on on like picks, or is that something that you like consistently do, or is that just something that you kind of throw in there? No, like literally, she's been busting ass. She literally ran her up her account, so like she just doesn't pick the spread. She picks the total, and she's damn good at it. And she picks the side, and just two teams, and puts a unit on it, puts a hundo on it, and fucking she just wins. So I started up like with that live because we're on there for fucking three some hours, you know. I like yeah. to have, so I started that clip, Married with Action, you know, so it's the Al Bundy clip. Married yeah, with it's action. a good clip. Um, really yeah, good. Yeah, clip. Shout out to my guy, Iceman, on, uh, on the ones and twos. Vic made that for me. Um, I'm, You know, I I, I I create something in my mind. He makes it actually happen. You know, I tell him and he makes it happen. So shout out to him. But she's damn good, bro. Um, You know, I'm going to start doing a little 20, 30 second clip with that for her. But, you know, that's just kind of to get me through these three hours and freaking, you know, that's why I bring you on guns. Motherfuckers like you, JPZ, you know, so I could vibe out, you know, uh, and, and enjoy. Because, you know, me, man, if I've got money on the game, I'm watching it, bro. I'm trying to be. So it's a little bit out of my realm, but I do enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, you know, when I have money on games and I'm watching games, I usually am dialed in. I don't even really want anyone else around me. You, know? you almost made me kill a, a bottle of Woodford Reserve that night. It was like, yeah, I was that's... just loving the fucking deal. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we keep the liquor falling, you know, we eat some edibles and you kind of just ease out and really just enjoy yeah. yourself. You know? Yeah, I didn't mean to leave at halftime that game. I just knew where it was going. I'm like, I, I got to go to sleep tonight. I got shit to do in the morning. Nah, man. Hey, <laughs> you come vibing out, like I say, man, just stay as long as you want. People got shit to do. So yeah. um, just yeah. coming through, I appreciate it, man. You know, I really do. All right, lock And LB, you, uh, you definitely, uh, anytime you want to come through, kick back some brews, vibe out. Uh, just uh, shoot, shoot me a motherfucker. The, the guy that you need to More have on, on your show for Thursday nights is the guy that's beside me, is Lockbets. That dude is, if, if, if you like my personality, you're going to like him. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go get a beer. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I like already, him yeah. I, he honestly is asking <laughs> me the best question. No offense to you, GP, but he's asked me the best fucking question that I've probably been asked since I've been doing this shit with the poker question so like who would be at the table hey now i'm still thinking about fucking chopping it up with Drippy, you know what i mean but, <laughs> no. hey, that was a pretty good question my guy but yeah most definitely would love to have you on drink some beers and let's find some live action you know what i mean no, yeah. i always hit him up on the show it's like he has the best questions go ahead Lock, Bats. G- give him a question all right so i i got a, a scenario for you so i i i hear that you love the mile high club i i, I know you like those flights but we got a pretty famous flight that went a little astray. Got Brittany Griner OSHA. She was trying to bring her, you know, ones and twos on 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 the flight, and now she's still fucking over there. So if yeah. you could go back in time, if Brittany could have called you, is there anything that you would have said to her? Like, I mean, you're in fucking Moscow, Russia. You should not be doing that shit now. Yeah. Or- well, yeah, I probably wouldn't answer the phone because I don't really talk to aggressive women like that. So <laughs> be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I try to fade the aggressive women. And she's uh, she's uh, a couple of domestic violences, too. So she's a little she's a little too aggressive for me, bro. Uh, but, yeah, I would maybe tell her friend to tell her crazy ass to stay her ass at home. Uh, or, you know, it, maybe try to, you, uh, try to mail that shit, worst case scenario. Don't put right. your name on it, goddammit. Because uh, right. the worst thing you can say is, that ain't mine. 
What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, but when it's in your bag and you're going somewhere that you probably shouldn't be going in the first place, but if you're getting paid to do it, I'm not talking shit about it, but I'm just saying, uh, definitely big mistakes. But yeah, man, it's probably karma for her ass. I ain't going to lie to you. I hate to say that, but that's the way the world works, man. It really does. So yeah. she probably fucked over some people in her life and she's paying for it right now. But hopefully, uh, you know, I guess, what do they say? Free Britney Griner. Get her ass out of Russia, at least, right? You know, yeah. I'm not, you know, not going to hold no flag or no T-shirt, but get her ass out of Russia. Yeah, it's like free. Britney, I, I, I will free say, Dutch, you 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 seem to get around the U.S. pretty good. You ever go out of, out of the country? You go go to the beach. You go you know to Punta Cana. You go to Mexico. Okay, so, you ever go to okay, so you gonna pull my you gonna pull my card? I guess I'm gonna have to tell you. I've been to Puerto Rico. I go to Hawaii often, uh, but I can't leave. I don't have a passport. So Puerto Rico is con, uh, con, uh, considered part of the United okay. States. So okay. I'm allowed to actually go there. But I've tried to go to Canada. They rejected my ass. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. 19 years old, went there for a bachelor party. They wouldn't let me cross. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, so I got a lot of love for Canada. But at the same time, man, fuck them border laws. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll be going to Cabo. And, and uh, you know, eventually when that passport finally comes through, I'll be, I'll be hitting up Mexico a little bit more. Uh, but I'm a little shaky to go across Tijuana. My boys say it's cool, but I don't know if they're going to let my ass back. Guns loves Tijuana, right, Guns? No, I, I will not show my not face Tijuana in guy. Tijuana. I might end up uh, beheaded in a, uh, a, a t- what do you call it, 10-gallon drum. Yeah, they say uh, you got a uh, you birth certificate, all that, you're good. But, man, I'm, I'm straight with that. I need a passport. Yeah. To go to I think if you go Cabo, you're fine because it's well-protected. But if you go outside there, it's like you're, you're in danger zone. Yeah, and I went to, you know, I took a cruise to Catalina Island over here and, you know, Ensenada, you know. You don't have to – you could get off the cruise boat for the day as long as you're back on. You don't need a passport. Bullshit rules that I got to go through. And I don't recommend a cruise because that shit fuck, – fuck a cruise. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't fuck with cruises. No, no. No, no, they're not. Go somewhere, be on the island, and take a fucking cruise for the day if you want to and go right back right. to the hotel. Right. You know, like that's cool. Going on a boat for the day, but I'm not trying to be somewhere where, they, where you're fucking stranded and can't do the shit you want to do for day after day. I don't fuck with international waters, man. Maybe international waters was good with like you know offshore betting, but when you're in international waters, I ain't getting thrown overboard because I'm too fucked up. And then they're gonna say that, oh, you know, Lock Betts was just fucking too fucked up. He pissed, he pissed his pants and jumped overboard. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling you, like, you don't want to get fucking caught up in some shitty situations like that. So yeah, I. I do want to go to Mexico. I do want to have the vibes, but you know, Hawaii, I go to Florida a lot. You know, so, uh, I like Clearwater beach a lot. You know, I go to Diego out here close by uh, San Diego is probably my, my favorite place to really be. The Kush is lovely. Great carne asada, great fish tacos and the women, everybody's all not just natural, good vibes, you know? So Clearwater, man. Oof. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I actually prefer that over South beach. South beach has its vibes. It has its things, of course, but I'm talking about beach, really chilling Clearwater beach, Florida, outside of Tampa um, is a beautiful thing. All right. So we're going to transition. Now we're going to bring uh Dutch into one of our segments. We're bringing it back this time. We call this nuke it, bet it, fade it, or forget it. <laughs> So the way this segment works, Dutch, we're gonna ask you a bunch. Of, we're gonna ask you a few questions here. So Nuket is your number one pick. We call this the three-unit bomb, the four-unit bomb, the ten-unit bomb, depending on the capper. 
Uh, the bet it is, yeah, I like this bet. I'll put one or two units on it. Fade it is that this bet is whenever this team or this this question happens, you go the opposite side. Forget it means I am off this play completely. So I'll start hey, first. Uh, that was a lot. No, I'm NFL, <laughs> remember, I'm loaded, bro. I remember the nuke it part. That's about no, it. What, so basically, uh, nuke no, it nuke it's one, uh, bet it's two, yeah, fake three, forget it's four. That's okay. your rank, okay? So it's a, it's like F Mary Kill, but uh, with an extension. Oh, um, okay. so uh, NFL teams to bet now, NFL teams to bet now. It's like, so you have your best bet, uh, your second best bet, your worst bet, and a team that I can't figure out. Okay, so you want to know, so you want me to give you my best bet then right now? Yeah, mm -hmm. just team, just teams in general. We're going into week, uh, what, five in the NFL? What, what? Should we give them a more specific sample size? Right, let's, let's say go. like three dogs. Let's go. I, got, I got one queued up if you'd All like. All right, let's, let's. Lock best, okay. give the example. All right, so give me the the fuck Mary kill out of the, the three. Um, we're looking at three underdogs. Who's who's alive out of these underdogs? All right, Cardinals plus five, Dallas Cowgirls plus five and a half, and then you got the Las Vegas Raiders plus seven. Who are you gonna be nuking? Who are you betting? Fade it, and then there's a for so. Okay, I'll so, add one more if you, if we could if we. So you have to pick that. one of those. So all right, so well, first I I mean fuck, I'm gonna have to tell you right now that the Raiders would be the only team out of those three that I think could you know absolutely. I don't think the Bronc or the uh, the Cowboys will be L.A. off that loss. So, so you like okay. to nuke it? Are we gonna nuke? Are we nu Are we nuking the Raiders? Nuke it, yeah, man. They all play right, we're fucking well. nuking it. Yeah, okay. nuke it. All right, now we got to bet. Now we got to bet it though. Now we got. You want to bet the Raiders again, or you gotta you gotta pick a dog that you like? Uh, a dog that I like. Well, I I mean I like I kind of like I like the, the touchdown with the Raiders, but we're talking about winning the fucking game, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. We're just talking about. No, let's, let's just talk about the board, like real quick. It's yeah. like so. So you you already picked the the Raiders as a nuke. Raiders were nuking. Plus is seven. there is there a game that like you like outside of that game? Yeah, absolutely. See, I, I'm my bad. I'm fucking up your guys' game, bro. No, no, but, no, 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 no. Like, like uh, you we said, confuse. You can, we confuse. This is my this is my bet, and I confuse every fucking guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Raiders, uh, the Raiders are the one to game that I have not bet yet at plus seven that I had talked about earlier in the week that I like. I have games that I have bet, and there's a Thursday night game that I'm very high on. And it's the Broncos minus three, and I'm huge on the under forty four. It's down to forty three. You can get it uh, also down to 42 at BetMGM, still live at 43 at, um, you know, uh, William Hill right now as before I got on the show. So uh, that under is a beautiful thing to me. Um, you know, I'm going to tell you right now with the Broncos minus three, these boys are going to lay it on these motherfucking Colts. I know that they have no Javante Williams. They brought Latarius Murphy in, uh, you know, seasoned dude, 6'3", 2 motherfucking 30, can protect Wilson. Most importantly, I'm not expecting much. You put him in for 10 carries, but he's actually a very good uh, above-average pass protector. And believe me, we need that with that suspect offensive line in Denver. Uh, yeah. Most importantly, though, we're fading the Indianapolis Colts without Jordan, uh, without Mr. Taylor, of course, Jonathan Taylor. And then, of course, uh, they have fucking Matt, uh, you know, Matt Ryan as their quarterback. Yeah, they, they somehow can get big, even more fucking stiffs back there saying hi for Indianapolis. They got Matt Ryan 
Ryan, who's fumbled the ball fucking nine times in four games. Um, you know, I look for the – I know we don't have Gregory. Yeah, nine times. Hasn't lost them all, but nine fucking times. Talk about Mr. Motherfucking Butterfingers. Matt Ryan is that guy. I believe he'll be on his back more than he's attacking. Fifteen sacks allowed through four weeks. Uh, the Broncos have accumulated 11, obviously losing Gregory, but that Broncos country mile high Thursday night, you're going to give them all fucking day long to prepare for that game. They will be locked, roaded, and that defense will be crushing, believe it. Um, I'm also fading the uh, Colts here on the road, 0-2, averaging only 12 points per game, allowing 22 points per game on the road uh, versus the Jags and the fucking Texans. I know uh, the Broncos haven't looked that great. I know Russell hasn't been that great uh, offensively. But they actually, uh, you know, played their best game offensively against the Raiders last week. A QBR of 124, two touchdowns, and and rushed for one on seven yards per tuck. So uh, the Broncos will get it done. They're going to put it all over these Colts. These Colts are fading, fading fast. They want to fire their GM. They want to fire their head coach. They got Matt fucking Ryan, uh, you know, calling the fucking running the show. And they got their best fucking player on the sidelines. Not to mention the best defensive player, the captain, Leonard, out as well. So give me the fucking Broncos. It's minus three, I believe. I got it at a 110. You can get it at minus 120 now. Three and a half at most spots. I still do endorse the 43. I don't think the Broncos are going to get, I don't think the Broncos will give up more than 13 points to these boys. So um, you could maybe look at the team total under on the other side to the uh, Colts. Um, But I do think uh, 43 is still good value here. And the Broncos have been money, man, at home. 5-0 ATS last five versus a team with a losing record on the road. And the Colts are 1-5 ATS overall last six. Broncos on Thursday night football are actually 11-4 last 15 Thursday night. Short week, they do something right. They'll do a good tomorrow night in Denver. Well, I'm aligned with uh, Dutch on this one. So, I mean, uh, I'm in the same spot as he is. I just hope that the Jonathan Taylor uh, out injury doesn't, like, drive the public towards Denver. I, I don't oh, see Phil, why it would. Philip Lindsay's going to light it up? Yeah. So, <laughs> from Colorado, man. <laughs> you think Philip Lindsay? Yeah. If, if, if you think Naheem uh, High or – Naeem Hines is going to light it up. And if you look at the under here, the under is, I really was happy with the 44. Um, I still think there's value there at 43 right now. The under is 9-0 straight, 9-0 and straight last nine games for the uh, Colts. And the under six in the last eight for Denver. Um, this will be an under game. The Colts don't really have too many weapons, and they're going to attack, attack Matt Ryan from start to finish. So, Guys, um, uh, Dutch boy, really Dutch like- boy, did you know that the Colts are averaging 16.5 points per game with Jonathan Taylor, exactly. Um, do, do we expect that to uptick at all with Phil Lindsay and Hines? Come on, man. Absolutely. Come not. on. I mean, against Jacksonville and Houston's D. Jacksonville D obviously better than uh, you know, not not a slouch D, but I don't think they're the Denver Broncos D, even without Gregory. Uh, they only, like I mentioned, twelve points per game on the two, two road games. So now you're going to go into Mile High on a short week after losing to their. Um, arch our AFC rivalry, uh, rival, obviously. So Denver's going to be locked and fucking roaded. They're two and two. They're pissed the fuck off. And they're going to take it out on Indianapolis Colts team that honestly don't even want to be playing football right now. They don't know. They're questioning their head coach. They're questioning their GM. And they sure as hell are questioning Matt fucking Ryan as a quarterback. Did you not hear what Hines said? Every year we got somebody new in the, in the, in the lock saying hi. So pretty much what he was saying is this guy's a fucking bum in the most nicest <laughs> way possible. Read the quotes what he said. He didn't. That's pretty much what he said. It's someone new every time. It's a Leonard Smith. It's like we're starting over every year. Well, if he was very happy with Matt Ryan, he would be making that comment. That's just my personal opinion. Well, well, also, who do they who do they fucking think that they are? They go they go Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, and I got Ryan. 
if I if I did that in my fantasy league, I'd be fired in fucking five months. I mean, yeah. your GM is a fucking goal. If you just plug and play three journeyman quarterbacks that are that are quite frankly at this point in their career, dog shit. I, I agree with that. Now Carson Wentz, I can see maybe taking a flag on him, giving him a shot. Um, obviously it was a big swing and a miss, but you go from Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz to fucking Matt Ryan. It's just like, damn, it, it's, I just, you're absolutely right. LB, this shit is uh pretty embarrassing. If you're a Colts fan, you can't be too happy. And, and the fact that, and then what you hear, read, read their locker room. They're not happy. We see it as an outsider and the inside. They're feeling the same fucking way. I, I like uh Lockbest new uh, nickname, by the way, LB. That that is uh, that hits yeah, uh, JP and LB uh, on the mic. I'm playing linebacker this weekend. You know? LB, man. Oh. We, we smoking in pounds, bro. LB. <laughs> if, I see that, if I see LB, that's all I think. So you know. All right, going back to the segment because I will not let this stupid segment die, which is probably the last time I do it because the guests don't get it. But that's I digress. <laughs> all right, so yeah, new get. No, nougat, bet it, fade it, or forget it. Let's talk about the association. Let's talk yeah. about the NBA, which is uh, what Dutch loves. Let's talk about your top two. Let's break. Let's break it down like this: your top two teams to bet on, and the worst teams to bet on on the back end. Your top two teams to fade. Your top two teams to take going into okay so i believe there's going to be more value on atlanta and i think the value do i think they're going to be one of the uh you know complete shit teams of the nba no but i, I think they're going to be in the people's public eye i think we'll be able to see value fading atlanta um i do think that the cavaliers will be a bet on team in the in the regular season we're going to talk regular season here because that's what we got ahead of us correct um, when we're talking we're talking regular season basketball i expect I don't think Atlanta's going to be that good. I, I love me some Duarte Murray. I'm not that high on Trey Young. Is he talented? Absolutely. But he plays absolutely no fucking defense. And now you got two ball-dominant players. Um, I got to see it. I got to see it. I think Atlanta might be a little bit overrated. Um, and I will be uh, backing uh, the motherfucking Cavaliers an awful lot. They they show that they play complete basketball. I believe Donovan Mitchell will be bought in. Uh, don't, do not start, uh, you know, Levert at the three. Bring him off the bench. A perfect six fucking man as well. Um, you have, uh, you know, Jerry Allen there to do the fucking work. You have the young stud in Mobley. Uh, they have the shooter. I, I I really like this team. They have a chemistry there with, uh, you know, Burke's staff there, the coaching. You've seen it last year. Even losing, uh, you know, the Sexton, uh, they came right ready to rock and roll. Played basketball every night. They bring the lunch belt. Kind of like the Knicks a couple years back, three, four years back, but with talent. With an actual fucking point guard and Darius Garland, a stud, and then they bring in Donovan Mitchell. So as long as Donovan Mitchell brings uh, buys into the culture there that they got in Cleveland, and of course he's not a fucking black hole, and Levert is the sixth man, we will be making an awful lot of money off the Cavaliers in the regular season. I will be looking to probably to fade um, Atlanta a little bit more. The Western Conference, I, be I believe Phoenix is going to take a drastic fall back. Chris Paul is only getting older. DeAndre Ayton is not happy with the coaching staff there he's not happy in phoenix um so don't be surprised if he's not even playing basketball some if he's moved from that team eventually um obviously they have book crowders out they I, I mean they have bridges i believe phoenix 
coming from an elite, you know, team of last year, I believe they're going to take a step back. And I'm all over the motherfucking Dallas Mavericks. No secret here. Look at the motherfucking Don. He finds a way to win fucking basketball games. So uh, you'll get a lot of value with him at the house or at, on the road a little bit more. Um, but give me this guy, man. Uh, I don't do future bets. Uh, but I love this fucking guy to win the MVP. Um, they got Christian Wood. They're going to bring him off the bench. It's going to be so much more focused without Brunson. Brunson's nice, but they got Dan Woody to, uh, to take the ball off Luka's hands when he needs to. But believe me, man, Luka needs the ball in his hand. He's that fucking good. All right. He's he's that guy. So uh, when I look at the NBA, I'm looking to be winning an awful lot of money off the Dallas Mavericks. And I do believe I will not be betting the Phoenix Suns. I'll be looking to fade them a little bit more. Um, depending on lines, of course, as well. And I do think the Pelicans will be a pretty good basketball team um, as well. But uh, I'm so excited about the NBA. Um, you know, obviously, there's some shit teams that we could look at. But I, these are some teams that I think are intriguing, uh, you know. But also, um, you know, you might be expecting a little bit more. If you're just a casual betting, oh, Phoenix is going to be the same old basketball team. I don't think so. Chris Paul's a year, a year older and not too many happy faces around that um, you know, locker room right now, especially with the big man not being happy. Boom. Bang. Fucking you just hit, you just hit it fucking perfect. You're ready for the association uh, coming up on, I think, October 8th. You're ready for the, the association. Yeah. Dutch, yeah. Dutch, real quick while we have you, I mean, what's going on with my Brooklyn Nets? Now, they will I mean, I, I'm, a New Jersey, I'm a New Jersey Net fan by heart. So by association, I you know, I got to be with Brooklyn. But what in God's name is going on? He's well, also a, a New York Jets season ticket holder. <laughs> Zach Wilson, man, running his mouth, huh? Let's go, baby. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Um, Milf Hunter. <laughs> uh, what I will say is <laughs> Brooklyn will be a better on team, I believe, this year. Kevin Durant is very upset, all right? Kyrie's out to prove something. Uh, and Ben Simmons, if he can play basketball, if he buys in, um, I do believe they have a nice little nucleus there. Uh, they need some more bigs, of course. Um, Joe Harris coming back, but I mean, you got Kevin Durant and KD being disrespected all year long. They got embarrassed last year. Let's be honest. That organization got embarrassed last year. If they stay healthy, they will be uh, playing basketball when it matters. So, um, it depends on how, how they're going to play. I believe, um, against good basketball teams, we will see the best out of Brooklyn. Um, will they take nights off here against shitty teams? We'll see here. But I will not be looking to fade Brooklyn near as much as I did last year, especially at the house. They were auto-fade last year at the house. I believe this year they're going to be protecting uh, the court of Brooklyn. And um, that's that's me saying Kyrie's going to be out there playing basketball, not every, not every fucking fourth game. That's him playing 82, maybe 75 basketball games. That's KD coming back, getting raked through the coals. And I think Ben Simmons has a lot to prove. Um, now, I do not like Steve Nass as a head coach at all. I hate that. I, I don't want to say I hate. I don't hate really anybody, but the guy's a fucking joke. You know what I mean? Talk about TikTok guns. Save the TikTok for you guys, bro. This guy, Steve Nass, does not need to be doing fucking TikToks, all right? Work no. on your fucking basketball team. Uh, work on maybe one thing, please. Defense, okay? They trade away anybody that fucking plays defense. They lost Bruce Brown. That's going to hurt because he was a do-everything basketball player. But if you have KD, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie Irvin bought in in the regular season and ain't playing angry basketball, I will be betting on them. So so is officially, is he back to being a basketball player? And number two, is KD and Steve Nash, did they have a dinner? Did they go up in the sky? Did they take an airplane yeah. real quick? Steve Nash, like, what's going on? Is everything all right? Yeah, Steve Nash told KD everything he wanted to hear. Is exactly what he did. And, you know, and that's not what a basketball coach does. You know, it's not. He told KD exactly everything he wanted to hear, patted him on his back, and told him everything would be okay. It's your way. And KD said, okay, let's play basketball. 
and that simple. But to be Kevin Durant, how could you be happy with what's going on in Brooklyn? All right. So say what you will about the guy. Did he make the biggest, weakest move in, in NBA history, in sports history by being up 3-1 against Golden State and then choking and then going to them? And did he do his thing in Golden State? Absolutely. But you made the fucking move, bro. So then you go to Brooklyn, you leave a beautiful thing in Golden State, playing with Curry, Thompson, and uh, just a beautiful system to go fuck with this guy, this fucking weirdo, fucking Kyrie. Steve Nash cares more about fucking doing social media shit. And then Ben Simmons, does he even care about fucking basketball? And then you traded away your team. When you actually had a basketball team, you traded it away for fucking James. I don't want to fucking play every day to heart. You know, James, I never missed a motherfucking meal hard. He is in shape right now, though. So, I mean, Philly, look out for Philly. But they make mistake after mistake in Brooklyn. But if they have those three players bought in, they will be a competitive winning basketball team. Too much talent. Steve Nash will fuck it up when it matters. Don't get it twisted. But uh, they'll win some basketball games, bro. Wow, beautiful uh, NBA preview. So we don't have to do that show anymore because we brought the Dutch in. And I am grateful for this. Uh, one last question on the uh, uh, Nuket. Bet it, fade it, or forget it. And I want to bring this up because I know you are a Broncos fan, and I know you are a Seminoles fan, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, so nuke it, bet it, fade it, or forget it. Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson, Mike Norvell, and Jordan Travis. Okay, so Norvell and fucking uh, Hackett, man, they're in their own. They're in the fucking bottom. Fucking hate it. They're in the fucking <laughs> they, they are not even on the Norvell's same doing fine now. This is his team, right? Well, yeah. I mean, look what he. I mean, they couldn't fucking stop a nosebleed against Wake Forest. But I mean, he. he, he I do not like his control. Uh, has he got him back? Yes, but I mean, fuck, it's Florida State, bro. You know what I mean? What What's Dion gonna be doing with that program? You know what I mean? So, uh, I am I. Am I happy with what he's done? Yes. But do am I confident as him as a head coach? Absolutely fucking not. Nathaniel Hackett, absolutely fucking not. I, I cannot stand that fucking guy. Um, I do not what he I do not know what he's doing as an NFL coach. Uh nuke it would be Russ because Russ is gonna be fine. And Russ is gonna give me pay. I made money off of Russ on Sunday. I made money off of Russ last Sunday. I I bet him against Frisco. I faded him against Vegas. Okay, now the, tomorrow night, Russ is going to be in Russ We Trust. It's going to be less ride because I got that three, and he's going to give me paid. He's going to continue to give me paid. So when's that, when's that grill showing up to Russ. Denver, though? Is the grill going to show up on, on Thursday night? Is Maybe? the what? No, Russ cooks, right? So he needs a grill. Oh, the grill. Yeah, man. Uh, I might – well, Russ better start. I, I say he had a quarterback rating of one twenty four, two touchdowns on in the air, one uh, you know on the ground. So uh, I'm I'm fucking thinking that when he sees these boys, uh, these Indianapolis without winning over there, this Indianapolis defense, I think he will start to cook. I do. I th I expect a big game from Judy. Look for Corsellan to attack, and as well, Hamler had one target last week, one catch. For 55 fucking yards. Do you think we could throw them him the ball a little bit more? Also, Mike Boone coming uh will get we'll start to maybe see a little bit um of why we paid Mike Boone that what we paid him. All right. He was a third down, a third running back, and he's one of the higher paid third down, uh third string running backs in the league. Look for Mike Boone to be a big part. Uh say what you will about Melvin Gordon. If he's gonna do if he's gonna have any hesitation, put his ass on the bench, bring Latavius Murray in there. It's gonna be the rush show, man. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't even know who that Jordan Travis fucker is really. I don't. I'm He's sure. a quarterback. I know who he is. I'm just saying. Really, <laughs> he impresses me, but I just know eventually he's gonna fuck up. Okay. So has he played a lot better? Yes. Have we made money off him so far? Yes. Um, and we and we faded him on Saturday. So Jordan Travis is not the answer at Florida State. I'll say that. 
but we can win football games with him. What do you say about – I have no confidence again with him. Going, you like them against three and a half this week? We'll see on Friday. That defense is pretty nasty over there uh, by the Wolfpack. And I, I think Leary's probably a better quarterback uh, than, than Travis as well. So I don't know if I would be backing my boys um, on, on Saturday. But I, 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 I call this – I, I and uh, we'll we'll play devil's advocate here. Is like sometimes you lose the same game twice, and it may be against Florida State, but we'll see what happens. All right, so uh, before we uh, end it off, uh, we didn't get the uh, dad boss capper breakdown. Let's just give the pick real quick. Um, I'm gonna give mine uh, UNLV plus seven on Friday night. Uh, you never fade UNLV as a road dog; they are electric. You want the rest of the recap? I will put it on Twitter. Lock bets. What do you got uh, for your dad bods capper pick, real quick? Well, yeah, I mean, I, Dutch boy kind of stole the words out of my mouth. I think this is this game has underwritten all over it. Um, listen, the Colts are really a minor league football team right now. I mean, you got a team that does not believe in your coach. You got a team that does not believe in your quarterback, and you got on the flip side the Broncos. Who who have a little mojo back? Like this is a must. This isn't a must win game, but at this point in the season, they're going into this game with some fucking fire behind them. So I see this as like a twenty eight to ten game. I mean this this hits the under on every check mark, every fucking check mark. I mean both teams are averaging league lows, sixteen and a half points, sixteen point seven points. But I'm even going further down. I I think like Dutch Boy said, I don't think. The Colts put up 10. I don't think they put up 14. I think it's going to be a 28-7 game. Sign, seal, deliver the easiest win of Russell Wilson's career, maybe. Um, I think Russell Wilson cooks. I think he cashes for everybody. I don't believe in Matt Matt Ryan, and I don't, th- I don't think Matt Ryan has his security blanket. He doesn't have Jonathan Taylor to cook. And meanwhile, like I said before, Jonathan Taylor was averaging 16 points per game for this Colts team. All right. So no Jonathan Taylor, um, no, no, no starting running back for your Broncos. So I think this game's going to be a pillow fight. And then fucking Russell Wilson cooks gets a few late touchdowns. The Sayonara 28, 10, you know, it's going to be a low scoring game for, for the Colts. I know, I know that. I mean, and like you said too, Darius Leonard's not out there guys. The, the the heart and soul of your defense isn't there. So um Dutch boy had 44, 43. I got 42. I'm still I still love the under here. So yeah. under. I yeah, I, I don't think I think 40 points is still good. I mean, you know, people say, oh, you missed another 42, three points below, but I have a hard time seeing 40 points in this game. So I'm in love with the 44, but 42, 43, I believe it's a beautiful thing. Dutch, we loved you ha- to have you having you on the show. Um I want to close it out with you, let you plug everything that you got going on. And if you want to throw up an extra pick on there, go ahead. Yeah, Do I got up. the, um, I got the, uh, I got two games here. I, I did bet that I'm really high on the Patriots minus three. Uh, we'll keep it short. You know, if you fuck with me on the sesh, um, you know, that's that I broke it down. Uh, it's simple. I don't give a fuck who's saying, who's running the show, who's saying hike for the Patriots on Sunday. Give me that running game against that fucking putrid uh, defense. 
um, over there and against the Lions, preferably against the run. And Bill Belichick will find a way uh, to make Jared Goff beat him, and that's not going to fucking happen. This is their first game outside uh, for the Lions in the Dome. Look for them not to score as many points. Look for the Patriots to score um, an awful lot and control the game. Uh, with Stevenson and Williams, I think that they'll run all over these boys. They did it against Green Bay a much much better run defense than the Detroit Lions. So I love the Patriots minus three. I'm also liking the Bucks here minus five first half. I think you're going to get the best fucking look from Tampa. Uh, they're pissed the fuck off. They got embarrassed two times at home and real embarrassed last week. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. That defense is talented as fuck. They didn't show a Sunday night. I believe they will show it against Atlanta. Atlanta lost their heartbeat with Cordell Batterson. So maybe a backdoor cover there, but I think I came in very at the end of there with your guys breaking down that game. But I think Tampa, you'll see Mike Evans, Godwin, all these fucking boys get off. Tom Brady's going to be filling himself on Sunday. And most importantly, that defense will show the fuck up. So anything under a touchdown first half with Tampa, I believe is good money. Uh, but yeah, man, the sesh, we've actually changed it, my guy. I appreciate you guys. But we uh, we got NBA coming. We got a lot going on. So the sesh is on Medicaid Mondays, 420 Eastern times and Friday Fridays. So Monday and Friday, 420 Eastern time, me and my guy, Dabby Cab. We break bread, and we hit them straight over the motherfucking head. We beat the Lions on Monday, and then we go over everything on Friday. Uh, definitely have either one of you guys on the show. I like the vibe. You already know it's, it's all love. And then, of course, Thursday nights, it's it, it's the NFL Live. Uh, definitely, you'll see Guns Picks there. Hopefully, you'll see LB there as well. Uh, but we do it 5, 5 p.m. out here on the fresh side, 8 Eastern time, uh, NFL Live show every Thursday night. Uh, we, we find a way to get to the motherfucking bag. We give out our pregames, of course. But, yeah, man, it's all positive vibes, all love. And I enjoyed myself, uh, you know, uh, with you today, GP and LB. Uh, you know, a couple questions. Uh, but, man, it was lovely, man. I, I dig it. I, I do dig it. There you have it. I mean, that, if you don't follow Dutch on Twitter, please follow him, uh, at Dutch Boy Fresh. Uh, he's absolutely electric, and he also basically is just running the game on YouTube on at Pump Sports Radio, like he said. So, Dude. till next time, to we're getting to the century mark of the Dad Boss Podcast 98, I think we're going to be at. So, thanks for joining cool. me, Dutch. We will have you back on for sure. Till next time, peace.